Welcome to Fuel for Today, curated audio content from Pastor Bogdan Kipko. We are confident this will fuel your faith in the one who gives faith. If you have breath in your lungs, God has a plan for your life, a plan that is far better, bigger, and immensely more than anything you have ever imagined. Open your Bibles with me to Psalm 90, okay, Psalm 90. Psalms is um, a very large book in the Old Testament, so you will not have a problem finding it. So open up to Psalm 90. We're going to be reading verses 12 through 17. I also have it here on the screen. And what's interesting about this Psalm is actually Moses wrote it, and it was a prayer of Moses when the Israelite nation was basically um, escaping the captivity of Egypt. So this is a prayer that Moses is praying to God for, for his people to be, uh, to be delivered. And this is basically a, a, a context where Moses is in Israel, or he's with Israel in the wilderness, and he's praying to God for deliverance, okay? So Psalm 90, chapter, uh, Psalm 90 verses 12 through 17, here's what it says. So teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. Return, O Lord, how long? Have pity on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad for as many days as you have afflicted us and for as many years as we have seen evil. Let your work be shown to your servants and your glorious power to their children. Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands upon us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. Title of my sermon is all about the numbers. Now, let me ask you a question. Raise your hand if you're good in math. Raise your hand. It used to be. Okay, so we have a few people. I envy the people that raise their hand because I'm personally horrible at math. That was not my forte ever. I need help in math a lot of times. And when I was in uh, community college, right before I stepped into university, I had a very, very difficult math class. It was all about probabilities. You guys remember that? How, how things function, what's the probability of this happening to that? And for some reason, I could not wrap my mind around how that worked. I just couldn't get it. It would not click. So for people that are, were significantly challenged, like myself, my community college had a tutoring center, okay? Now, that tutoring center was a godsend because there were very patient people there who knew math really well who would sit with me for hours and explain to me the same probability problem until I said to them, you know what, let's try it again the next day. So I thank God for those people, and I thank God for that tutoring center. So I have no qualms, no shame to admit, I have been in a tutoring center, and I've been tutored to be better at math. Um, Not much has changed since then in terms of my math, so what I do is I try to have people around me in my life who are really good at that, so they can kind of carry what I don't know how to do. So all of us are wired for different things, right? Maybe you're great at math, maybe you're great at something else, but math is actually biblical. It's very important, and in this psalm, what Moses is saying, that uh, verse number 12, he says, teach us to number our days. 
Teach us to number our days. Why? So that we may get a heart full of wisdom. All of us want wisdom. All of us want to make the right decisions in life. So what Moses says is he's asking God to teach us to how to reflect on our life, how to make an inventory of our life, figure out, is my life really making an impact or not? That's basically the big idea. And one Italian um, philosopher actually said that if you want to think of life, if you, if you think of your life, think of it as an estate, okay? A very large compound, okay? And you are the groundskeeper or you are the, the, the steward or the manager of this really large estate. Depending on how you're going to take care of it will determine whether that estate will flourish and blossom or it's going to have a bunch of weeds everywhere and it's going to look horrific. So all of us were given a gift called life. God gave us that gift. And God wants you and I to be wise stewards or managers of that gift. So it's like our life is like an estate that we have to take care of. And I want to think about that question this morning. Are we really doing a good job? And if you look at verse 12, the first thing that Moses says here is this. He's talking about a diligent use of time. A diligent use of time. And here is one of the ways that you and I can become better at numbering our days or living life the way God created us for us. We need to look into the grave. Now, the reason I say that is because oftentimes when we are mere mortals coming together and everything is fine and great, we feel like we're going to live forever. We feel like nothing else is going to happen. However, when we think of our mortality, we need to understand that our life is very, very short. The Bible says it's like, it's like uh, the, the, the morning mist, it's gone. It's, it's, very, it's very brief. And so when we think of our life and that we're mortal human beings, we're going to die one day, that is how we get taught to number our days. So my question to you and to me is, what are we doing with our lives right now? Is it making an impact? Are we faithfully following Jesus? Does our life matter? How are we using our life? What are our hours and days and weeks filled with? What kind of activity? What's our passion? And what Moses is teaching us here is this. We need to continuously learn about how we're using our life. And I will go as far as to say that life is too short to justify misliving it. Life is too short to justify misliving it. And so when we think about diligent use of time, a lot of us say, you know what? I haven't really made any big mistakes in life. I haven't really screwed up, so I'm doing well. Friends, here's the thing. A very large amount of privileges or a large amount of wealth is not squandered at one time immediately. It's squandered or lost by very, very small amounts. Every single day when you and I wake up, we make a thousand different decisions. And all of those different decisions determine the outcome of our life. So Moses is saying, when you make decisions, make sure you do it with mortality in mind. Make sure you, when you make decisions about where you're going to go, where you're going to invest your time, where you're going to invest your money, where you're going to invest your resources, energy, make sure those things are going to give you eternal dividends. Are you guys with me this morning? 
So this is what Moses is talking about, numbering our days, numbers, math, arithmetic. It's not a fun thing to do, yet Moses is saying the only way your life is going to have impact is if you continuously take inventory of what you're doing with your life. That's why I want us to think about that this morning. Now, here's what's very peculiar about about this psalm. Moses is saying, teach us to number our days. In in essence, Moses is saying, Lord, please help me remember that I'm going to die and I need to make best use of my time. Now, there's an old adage in culture that says there's two things that are certain in life. What are those things? Exactly. Those who own homes and taxes first. Okay, exactly. Um, Death and taxes, right? Now, None of us, I'm sure, wake up in the morning and say, God, you know, let your will be done that I, one, at one point in my life that I die. Like, nobody says that, right? Because that's a given. It's going to happen. Let me have you look at it another way. Who knows how to use a compass? Raise your hand. Where? Wow, awesome. More than math people. Okay, good. Now, that means I can get lost with you and you can find where we're going. That's perfect. Forget math. Um, Let me ask you a question. If you're looking at a compass, where does it always point to? True north, right? Now, does that compass need to be told where to point? No, it, it just automatically goes there. It's not like we pick up a compass and we're like, okay, I hope, I hope this one points true north. We know that happens. It's so natural. Yet the most natural things in our life, we tend to forget. So what Moses is saying is that your passions about the wrong things will cool and subside in light of your mortality. Think about it this way. Whenever you had an argument with somebody, you were trying to prove your point, and then you kind of had one of those like aha moments when you take a step back and you're like, wait, are you serious? Am I, are we really arguing about this? like in light of eternity, when you have those kinds of moments, that's what Moses is talking about. Moses is saying, do you remember that moment when you numbered your day that one time in that one week? We'll do it every moment of your life. And that's how you're going to have a life that's impactful. That's how we're going to have a life when at the very end of our life, we're going to be ready to go into the next one. The worst thing that can happen is for a person's life to end without them ready for the life to end. That's the worst thing that can happen. Every single one of us who came right here this morning, we have the opportunity to turn it around because God is telling us this today. And so when we look at this text, the other thing that Moses says here is not, about, not just about diligent use of time, but he talks about the mercy of God. He says, return, O Lord, how long? Have pity on your servants. Now, here's... The great thing about God, sin drives you away from God and repentance draws you toward God. So if you're somebody here who says, you know what? I don't think I'm numbering my days correctly. It might be because you have not repented in a while. And when you do repent and you come clean and you confess before God, God will give you a heart of wisdom. And you and I desperately need a heart full of wisdom so that we can be great mathematicians so that We can number our days. Life is short. Life is very, very brief. And so the great thing about God is that he gives us 
mercy. And here's the great thing that I love about Moses in this psalm. He's talking to God as with a friend. He's saying, God, you see that we're in the wilderness with this nation. They're not as patient or polite as I would have hoped. And I really need your help in getting through this wilderness. God, please help me to number my days so that I can have a heart full of wisdom. And if there are things that I've done wrong or the people that have done wrong, I know that you're a merciful God. And so we repent before you. Repentance is something that should be in a Christian life every single day. There's never a time when somebody does not need to repent of something. If you meet somebody and they say, there's nothing that I need to ask forgiveness for, that should raise a red flag. Maybe that person has not yet met Jesus Christ because obviously we need to repent of our sin. And so verse 14 continues and Moses says, satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love. Satisfy us in the morning. Think of this way. Human beings are probably the most privileged creatures in the world, yet we're the most discontent creatures in the world. Now think about it for a moment. God created the world. He created everything we see around us. And guess who he put at the top of the food chain? You and me. Why? Because the Bible says we are created in the image of God. Like you weren't born like a squirrel, right? Like that's a blessing. That's a really good thing. So yeah, now I hope you're getting my point that your life is actually really good. Like it's, you don't have to, you know, go up trees and like try to find food. Like you can just buy it, right? So it's really cool, right? So the point is often we try to compare life to other people. And I always say comparison is the enemy of contentment. But here is what Moses is saying. Moses is saying, God, we are fallen frail human beings who will always be discontent with the condition of our life. Therefore, help us to find satisfaction in in you and in you alone. When you and I seek satisfaction in God, that is you and me numbering our days. There's nothing in our life that will satisfy us more than God. That's what Moses here is saying. Thank you for listening to this curated audio content from Pastor Bogdan Kipko. We hope that you were encouraged and inspired by this message. Bogdan is personally convinced that whatever fills your mind fuels your life. It is his life goal to help you faithfully follow Jesus. For more information, please visit fuelforlife.tv.